You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Omega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. This is going to be an awesome episode because we have an amazing guest, but then I also have an amazing co-pilot. He's my, one of my best friends all the way from across the pond. He's my ERC. He's a host outside of panels, the Final Crusades, smashing it, podcaster, vidcaster, reviewer extraordinaire, the machine, Johnny Hughes. Wepa, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing well, but thanks for hanging out with me today. Because today, as you people see on the bottom of that screen, we're going to be talking to a legend, a modern-day legend. Homie is a writer, creator, artist, publisher with an amazing imprint that just dropped via Dark Horse, Flux House. Man, creator of my management, introduced the amazing, the ultimately talented, the ultimate legend, Matt Kent. Hey, what's popping? But cheers to you too. My How's it going, man? Cheers. You got, you, you, everybody got their own type of coffee at this point of the day. Well, yeah. let me just say I'm five hours ahead of EST, so it's it's legal where I am right now. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm off work, so it's legal already. Don't you worry. Yeah. Hey, but yo, legend, Matt Kent. Thank you for joining us today and hanging out to talk about everything you're doing now. Yo, kudos, yo. You got that new imprint on Dark Horse Flux House dropping that my management and more we're gonna get crazy into that but you know origin stories type stuff this is what we about over here real quick matt so where are you originally from and tell me a story of how you got into this whole pop culture madness if you will yeah yeah okay i uh well, i grew up in a small town lexington missouri which is like uh hour outside of kansas city in a town of five thousand. And we didn't, this is like 1980, 1980s. So we didn't have a, a comic book store. Our comic book store was Harold's, like a local supermarket. Harold's store. <laughs> Harold. So we would go in there for groceries every week. And, and uh, they just had this, it was an old school spinner rack, you know? So that's where I got my comics. Nice. We could get like, um, I don't know. I don't know what the limit was. We could get a hand, like two or three comics. And then if we brought back the, used to have the tall bottles glass bottles of coke diet coke whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. so if we carried those in and returned that we could get like the money the money so we would me and my brother we would we would return those and we would that was our comic book money so if we carried them in returned them and did that we could trade that in for comics so we were trading bottles all the time for comics Oh and man, then, that's the wow! What passive for you see little kids? That, that's how, that's yeah. how you do it. Don't ask your parents. Collect them bottles, kids. I know, right? Any, and it's now like man, you can stream everything on your phone mm -hmm. and whatever you want. You get now, you know. Back this is back when, uh, car, I'm old, so it's like <laughs> cartoons on Saturday morning, yeah. comics with the hey, grocery bro. store. And you, and Who are you can... talking to, man? Look at us. Look at us. Something I'll be like right that. Who are you talking? Hey, look at this guy. Look, Fabio from 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 the UK. Yeah. This is what happened to Fabio. Look. Hey. <laughs> so those spinner racks, man. I used to have little news agents where I was, and it would be like, um, like I suppose it'd be a Seven Eleven to you guys. Yeah. And there'd be like just a, a pile of comics. Didn't you, I never used to be able to get consecutive issues. There used to be some sort of universal law that said if you bought a Batman book. You couldn't get the second issue at all. Yeah, yeah. 
No, you do. And the other thing that would happen to me is like eventually I started subscribing. So I get like Daredevil and and I subscribe to Daredevil, Spider-Man. You mean mail order? Yeah, yeah, mail order. So they would come in like a brown wrapper, but it was open on both ends. So it would just slide out of the brown what? wrapper over the top were of it. Was it safe though? I mean, no, did, they, all... did they come in good condition or no? No way. There was like sometimes it wasn't just like a full a crease that you could uncrease. It was like the whole edge would be like tightly creased. Like the whole oh. thing, so like there's no way to like fix it even. So that's how they would come, but <laughs> always it would be like, oh, I'm I'm gonna subscribe to Daredevil, and and then I would send it in from the issue that I just bought. But then the first mm-hmm. issue we get would be the issue that you just bought. So like I'd have a double of one, <laughs> you know? and then the subscription would end. You didn't, you're a kid, you don't know when it's gonna end, and then you don't get it, and then you miss an issue that way. So I have like I had those gaps. My yeah. collection. I, I didn't know how to keep paying. Yeah. Every twelve <laughs> issues is a gap. Doof. That's what you had to. I had to beg. You had to beg my parents. It was like, and then they had to write a check out, and it was like, a oh, whole back thing. in the day, a whole. Ch- oh my god, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was Nowadays, just, like, yo, know, just give me the. the I'll, I'll, I'll DM them. What is? It? I know, right? Just PayPal me that. Give me some. <laughs> I'm on me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, growing up, did you find? A, a, a tribe that was into your fandom as well growing up or were you kind of the lone wolf if you will yeah yeah no at school there were you 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 would see the other kids and like I, there was a couple of these twin twin brothers that were there and it's in high school and they were always walking around they always had like all the horror comics so they'd have like kiss uh, like the marvel comics like a kiss mm-hmm. comic so they were into that nice and it was great because like i wasn't into the horror stuff i wanted like superhero stuff so we would mm-hmm. trade I would trade with them because we both like comics, but they had the stuff that I wanted. And, and uh, why did you give up though? Do you know that? Do you remember if you gave up anything now that you regret at that time? And I know, I know that I traded some X Men to, I traded some X Men for some Daredevil because it's my favorite, and I and I'm sure that they were like whatever Death of Phoenix. Some gems. Oh, I'm sure it was, but it was like I don't care. I like Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a complete run of dead devil man I'm, I'm not i have everything from like oh god what is it like pre pre frank miller like i can't remember who it was there's a maybe like 10 issues before frank miller started i have starting there i have up through probably like 1998 or something oh wow you know, nice the subscription have, misses yeah well i had to go through <laughs> now it's i get online you go to mile high and it's like order yeah order what i'm missing and i filled in the gaps and then i have just be honest this is the reason why you got cons isn't it not to not to sell your books it's to pick up your the gaps right oh my gosh yeah yeah now it's like you can get anything you want (laughs) i actually have a list this year when i go to megacon tomorrow like i have to i have to tell my booth partner like excuse me for at least an hour please please i gotta sniff these out yeah i'm looking for easy shit too that's the funny part it's just you know but you know easy shit is never easy (laughs) I'm jinxing myself already. Please pray for me, <laughs> comic gods. All right. But, bro, so talk about getting then into the creative side. I mean, how did you even begin to start dabbling? How did that fandom of yours lead to you dabbling into creativeness? Yeah, I remember I was in high school. I was I wanted to do comics. So I was drawing comics, but it was all, like, typical, like, really bad. Like, just I didn't – my art skills weren't there. And I, and, uh, I, went, to, uh, I went to college, went to art school. And then learned how to draw and paint. What and school? Then, Some local Web- school? Yeah, Webster University here in oh, St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, they had a good art program. So I learned painting, drawing, and everything, just basic stuff. But but they uh, and I always wanted to do comics, but I was always hiding like that part of me. 
because mm-hmm. they it was all fine art all the time and so they oh, this okay. is back in this is like i grad what i went 91 to 95 this is before like there were classes on how to make comics and comics were like more accepted like i don't I know we missed the boat kid i think we're the same age but yeah, we missed right. that whole boat like we, we were like oh really now you want to do this you am right right you take it through. <laughs> You kind of take it for granted now because comics are kind of cool or whatever. There's, it's different. Like the way people look at comics now is different than it was back then. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What was so? Wait, so what were your high school years? It's just to you know, what that range of years? Yeah, yeah. So I graduated in '91, so whatever. All oh, right, all right. So I graduated two years later than you. Yeah. But then, but we're still from around the same circle. Jo- yeah, Johnny so- graduated like 20 years before both of us, I think. Right, Johnny. <laughs> um, eight years. I graduated okay. out of what you say is high school. Yeah, eight years. Right. So, so yeah, I've got a little bit of a uh, couple of years on years both. I'm afraid. Yeah, but um, we all we all saw yeah, but, it. But, but I'm looking well for it, right? That's oh, absolutely. But you definitely yeah, yeah, got yeah. a lot more hair than me. I wish I could grow fabulous locks like that. <laughs> Leave the hair alone, man. <laughs> it's about comics, not couture. Uh, there you go, but Matt Cannon fashion. Hey, so yeah, um, no. <laughs> you no, don't no. want to you don't want to talk about my fashion, man. I I get, <laughs> I get teased all the time. Hey, brother, I'm I'm a dad, bro. So it's dad bod fashion, t-shirts and jeans and chanclas. That's for me. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. So, all right. So they talk about you know when you started really dabbling, when you took it serious. About, yeah, yeah, so- when did you do that? Yeah, college, college, I was like, I really want to do it. And I was doing like my own little mini comics. They were more like art, art, art comics, like uh, autobiographical stuff. And like, oh, just yeah. like, uh, we're kind of weird. Like I did one, I did a story that was like the or like the fake origin of, of drinking straws. Like, it was like really weird stories. But it was like typical, like art school. Imagine art school me or whatever. And you're just coming out of that. <laughs> do something weird. And, and, uh, how well, did the stripes get inside the toothpaste? <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> it was, it a whole fake history. There's a whole issue out there somewhere. I did I actually printed these up and stole them at like local comic shops and everything. Oh, that was oh, that's cool. So you actually hustle on foot to these comic yeah, shops? Yeah, yeah. I was that time. I was in St. Louis, and so I would take them to the local shops, and they would carry them here. And then I went. To, I would drive to Chicago, which isn't too far. And there was Chicago Comics was there, and a couple of shops. I would drop them off there. Hustle, I love this. It. Yeah, it's good, but you know, I was it was only half hustler because I would drop them off and I never went to see if they sold because I was afraid they. <laughs> yeah, they owe you money. You guys start creating yeah. the Mac Kent Mafia. You so, know, so, yeah. lays. They owe you some some paper, kid. Yeah. No, with interest rates nowadays, man, that must be worth a small fortune. You know, I, what I'm did, saying? Uh, I did a uh, signing at Chicago Comics, God, maybe like ten years ago, eight years ago, something like that, and I don't I don't know what I was signing something marvel or dc's thing i was working on at the time and uh the guy there was like he's like hey i think i think we still have one of your comics you dropped off he went down they didn't get rid of anything they had it in their archives down in the basement or something and he oh, pulled damn. out one of those books that i and uh i signed it for him and everything but then i was bummed out because i was right that it didn't sell like <laughs> so, oh, damn. Yeah, you should have told him you should bring me an extra did you have a copy you know hey yeah i know it's like we ebay it now now it's better to just <laughs> Crazy, crazy, crazy. But the, the, were you scared taking those first steps, my brother? You know, yeah. how, how, how did you even navigate it at the time? Because this obviously this is all pre-internet when you started even navigating it. Yeah, yeah. No, internet was just happening, and like, and I knew, 
I knew then like I wasn't gonna the stories I wanted to tell and my art wasn't gonna fit like Marvel DC, so I didn't even bother. I was like, I'm either gonna have to self-publish or do something with a smaller publisher like Fanographics or Top Shelf, which I ended up at. And and uh, so I just I got a day, my day job was graphic design, so I was doing package design and and oh, like okay. I did coffee table books at Sporting News for a while, and uh, I was doing that as like my day job, and I was just doing comics at night. Did you, know? did you enjoy that though? That, that, those day jobs, to be honest. Oh, honestly, I I picked graphic design because I knew that that was going to help me with comics. Like if I was going to do it all myself, I would have to do everything, and then it helped me learn I can design the covers, and I still do it. Like I have a hand on everything, and uh, it just let me have total control. So it turned me into a little bit of a control freak because I don't like cutting <laughs> love anything now. And uh, I see you're all over the book. You're all over the book. So I'm does sorry, Tony. I'm hogging it. Go ahead. Does, it, does everything but staple the book together, right? Yeah, no, yeah. And then <laughs> I probably would. I probably would. I'll pick the color of the staples. <laughs> it's funny, because when you when I speak to I speak to writers over on um Outside the Pounds podcast, I always ask questions like are writers kind of mini editors by themselves? Because if, if they're the person that sort of like germinated the idea, then it's their baby. Does that kind yeah. of work for you as well? Then, if you have your concept and, and what you want to see, um, obviously you write you, you write and you can draw as well. But when you you farm it out, do you kind of get a little bit like super possessive and like eh, I think I'd rather do this than that. Yeah, it's interesting. I I uh, yeah, I don't. Most of the time, I don't feel like I don't need. An, I need an editor to to like make sure everything's spelled right. <laughs> to rein you in, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> well, like poo-poo editors and, and I, the guys i'm working with i like i love a lot you know and uh yeah i don't, I don't need much i don't need much feedback if i need feedback i'll ask for it if i'm yeah. worried about it i picked up uh, uh i picked up a forbidden planet book a while ago i think it was the first issue of the relaunch a few, and um I, and when i reviewed it for crusaders i said i can't believe they spelled the name wrong they spelled johnny's name wrong and everyone's like what the, the miss what what did they do did they add an n or something i said no they put two h's in like are you sure you spelled it right i'm like well you know check out my name i think i know how to spell that so yeah, yeah. right <laughs> it's yeah, amazing how these spell mistakes pop up yeah i know that's the worst and then i'll still find them every time i'm like <laughs> yeah. well, i've read those oh, yeah, and i see it and it and it drives me nuts i know johnny has saved some independent creators on um preview books that we've mm. been sent yeah, and Johnny, all of a sudden, is like, uh, "Hey, guys, just want to say something seems to be off." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny's very nice about it, and they're like, "Oh my God, yeah. you just saved our ass!" <laughs> they don't, they don't pay for that. That's all. Added value. That should be my nickname, Johnny. Added value views. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That, that's a store right there. Excellent. So, so how did you? So you, you love your, you love your superheroes. You love your abstract with the, the drinking store stuff. How do you kind of then marry the two to, to create some of the things you've, you've created? Because you've worked across the board, right? You've worked for Marvel, DC, Valiant, your own stuff, as you mentioned. How do you kind of, yeah, if I was if I was that abstract, I'd be like on it like all the time. I wouldn't delve back into mainstream. So how do you manage to turn it on and off? Yeah, I never, I honestly, I, I my heart's always there. Like that's the stuff we grew up on, right? And I like, mm -hmm. to me, I like, uh, I like genre stuff. I like crime. I like uh, superheroes. I like spies. I like all that stuff, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it was never, I never wanted to do something that wasn't that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of mm-hmm. read like one of the early books that sort of helped me figure out what I was going to do is eight ball, Dan Klaus's eight ball. And when I picked that up, that was like right out of college. I was like, man, mm-hmm. this guy, it's great because he, it's a, sort of, li- it's literary, but there's also like, there's like weird, you know what I mean? It's, there's pop yeah, yeah. stuff in it. There's like people are getting murdered and, and, and there's dirty cops and there's like weird <laughs> all kinds it's, of it's some shy town madness going on here. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, this guy, he figured it out. Like he's still, he's got his pulp roots and like the genre mm-hmm. stuff in there. And he did something a little weird and different with it. And I was like, I, I just want to do something like that. You know, and I mean, the other end of the spectrum talk about genre and noir. You've got Sin City, Frank Miller's yeah. stuff that was up, that absolutely blew the marketplace away when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. And like probably Frank Miller is one of my earliest influences just from Daredevil. Like I stumbled in, into him while he was doing Daredevil. As a writer, I was, as a writer, I was an artist. Because, I mean, the two different things, aren't they? Frank Miller writes and Frank Miller artist. Was it the whole package or was it one over the other? Yeah, it was all of it. Was all of it you know, and I was like, I remember copying panels out of Daredevil. Like, the, I remember him swimming underwater and I was like, oh, it was like an interesting man, way he had a drawing that was just... May I ask here, though, rude. were you were the type that would put a paper over the comic and trace? No, I never did that because I wanted oh, okay. to learn, right? I would look and copy, but I remember like sitting at the kitchen table and copying those, and I'd copy oh, like Kevich covers, like his New Mutant oh, covers. Wow, yeah. Oh, those New Mutant copy covers, those. hell yeah. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, legendary. I would be scared because I've heard some people just tracing over covers. I mean, wow, you're telling me you're ruining like these books? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's just that's kind of how I was trying to learn how to draw early on, you know? And then, uh, that's so, what's great now is like I I ran in bumped into Bill at a convention. And I was like I don't even know how to tell him like mm. <laughs> what his work means to me. You know, like like uh, we're both sitting at the same convention. I don't know. It's weird. How did you even land the first big opportunity? Well, like what did you do to even land it? Like, and how did you land it? Because I'm sure there's a lot of creators listening. I want to know how, how a big Matt, you know, done did it. Like how you stepped in and, and became the big boy you are now. Like. You you're a legend already, kiddo. Just deal. for real. No, you're it's in the it's, game and doing wonderful stuff, bro. It's, I'd love to say like there's like a like I had like some crazy moment where it all came together, but it was really just like ten years of like scratching it out and like doing like wow, small independent years. stuff. Like my first books were with Top Shelf. Those mm-hmm. didn't make any money. They didn't. They sold like a couple thousand copies, you know. And okay. So I just kept doing that, and then, um, God, I just. Here's the thing. The secret for me was like just not be a jerk. Yeah, just be a just be a decent person. And then like I I had a guy editor at uh, DC was like, hey, you named a character after like a Green Lantern. Uh, God, who was it? it was some uh, who's the Golden Age Green Lantern? Alan something very not very Alan. I can't uh, remember. I don't Al remember Jordan? the name now. Is it Alan? Not Alan. Alan, uh, Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Alan Scott, yeah, yeah. So I named a character after Old that guy, man. and then, yeah, and then the editor was like, "Hey, are you a fan of like superhero stuff?" Because I noticed you, you, he had read one of my books, and that names in there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan." And then he asked me if I wanted to write like a Green Lantern thing, just Ooh. like a eight something for some annual, and I was like, "Well, wait, yeah, okay, I gotta yeah. ask you, Matt. <laughs> wait, before you even could see, really, so there was no doubt in your mind because you're a city boy from Chi Town, and I'm a New Yorker." And, and we, anytime somebody at, tells us, like, yo, do you want this opportunity? The first thing we do is, 
wait a minute. Is this even real? What you mean? Did you yeah. have that approach or, or or did you like genuinely feel like, oh shit, this is this is real? No, I really did. I man, I'm just so I'm a positive person. So I'm just assuming the best <laughs> money, and I'm assuming everything's gonna work out. And uh but yeah, I uh yeah, so I was just like, oh, this is great. I'll try to do my best job, you know. And I'm sure I overrode it, tried too hard, you know. And, and I and, think uh, far from because look what happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But, but uh, but yeah. So from there, I had like a, my foot in the door at DC. I got some work writing some stuff there, and then um, and did then, you get to write your favorite character? Yeah, I didn't. Everybody asked me that. I never. My favorite character was Daredevil, but oh, uh, you, okay. So you need to still do Daredevil. Yeah, so I had to. But I don't want to do. I don't want to do Daredevil. He's my, I want to be a fan. There's a point where I was like, I want to be a fan <laughs> of this stuff. I don't want to like work on it, you know. Oh, I remember. Exactly. I'm a huge fan of Conan too, and I and they. Oh, me too. I was gonna write a Conan thing. And it was licensed, and there was so many. There's so much. Uh, so many notes from the, the rights person or whatever, and all this continuity that. Oh, I they took it away already from Marvel. Don't you yeah. worry. That's what I heard. It's done. No. The only way you're gonna see Conan and Marvel's be a savage Avengers because that's a tip and take. Yeah. Uh, but we're not gonna see Robert E. Howard Conan and Marvel anymore. It's done. Yeah. No, I uh that's okay. Cause I don't wanna I don't wanna write that e- it just but it taught me to like it sucked all the fun out of it. I was like, I just wanna be a fan of this stuff. I don't right. wanna well that's I mean, where maybe oh, you could oh. do it through a blaze, you know, because yeah. Blaze got Sumerian, which is Conan and A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get no, some, I'm get some red sun, you dude. Go on. I got oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Donnie loves red sun. He, he just loves chicks and chain mail and, and fishnets. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not go there. <laughs> it's an all <laughs> ages show. I'm gonna, I'll defend you though. Frank Thorne on that, oh. that, that red Sonia, his run on red Sonia was like amazing. His mm. art's great. His art's so good. Hey, Contankerous wants to know if you enjoy Zdarsky's one on there, though. I haven't read it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you, need, oh you need to read it. It is it is this generation's Frank Miller. I've been yeah, saying okay. it for ages. It's That's a, the, the whole thing from when he's in prison to Lady Daredevil in the Devil's Reign. It is, it is absolutely brilliant. I'm not a huge Daredevil fan, so I'll say that now. You can yeah. send the hate mail all you like. Don't start no Bigfoot shit. This book has absolutely it changed my opinion on Daredevil. I was like, wow, you know. Obviously, I know the old stuff from Miller, but between Miller and now, I always felt there was a little bit of a bit of a um, a gap, shall we say? But this new stuff by Zdarsky, great. And also, if you are Zdarsky fans, don't forget he's coming out the Batman. He's on Batman the Night now, so. You know, he's joining Batman from issue one, two, five. So there you go. Hey, there you go. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. But Matt, Matt, we're going to start talking about son, my management, because you did something special right now, right? Dark Horse, you know, had announced recently, you know, big shout out to David High too, putting this together. That's the big homie. A lot, a lot of love to, to, to yep. him, bro, for real. Um, he's, he's a good man out there and a great team at. A super fan over there, but yo, you got boom, my management boule. You got this new imprint right there, right? The flux house and all. Please talk to me first of all. Let people know how dope my management is, yo, and give them a, a, a little thought into this because, bro, when, when we when you look into this, I mean, this could fill a short box full of comics right now. 
I just want to say there's a spelling mistake on the cover. Huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not printed yet, so that's okay. You're killing me, Johnny. Yeah, you see, this is why he's the EIC of CC. See? Oh, that's your value add right there. Mm. <laughs> Talk yeah, about the no. book, my kiddo, and Frog Styles. What is Frog Styles, too? Congrats to. That you got this imprint because you're, you're a writer, creator, artist. You've been working in the business for so long. Now you got this, you know, imprint within Dark Horse. I mean, talk about that. What was that journey like getting to that point for you? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just a lot of work, and I, I, I uh, just nonstop writing, drawing, and whatever. But um, I got to the point with Dark Horse. We had a, we've had like a good run, like on the books. And then on the media side, there we've had some success. There's a couple things I haven't talked about at all. There's a TV thing. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, wait, wait. You, you teasing us? I'm, you I'm, tell us? I'm only going to skim over the top of it. But yeah, there's a TV <laughs> thing we're working on that we've been working on for like six months. I can't talk okay. about. Uh, right. But something but, uh, fire, but... but that but that that opened up uh, a lot of doors for like I want to do a line of books. That are the, the books I would have been writing anyway, but I want to do them in a di weird, different way. So I want to do. I'm doing some magazine size stuff. I'm gonna do. Thank you. Uh, I'm I doing love a horror book. Yeah, right. Like, like it's just it gives I you. I miss that so much. Yeah, Thank right. You. Like savage sort of Conan, like those big. Oh, bro, that's what my mama mama raised me on uh, unwittingly, not knowing that I'm I'm looking okay. at titties at 12 years old. <laughs> she magazine. didn't know you were reading. <laughs> you know, none of our parents knew we were reading. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John Busema. Yes. Uh, uh, no, it, it's a. Uh, hey, just is that true? Because Dan is asking. I assume the mind management boule floppies will have hidden secrets that won't be in collected editions later on. There's a. Ooh. There's going to be a bag, poly bag version that has a little. Each one has a little different playing card in it. <laughs> oh, poly bag! Going back uh, to the nineties. Oh, we're back. We're back to the X Men of the nineties. Hey. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. pulling out all the stops on this one. It's a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> hey, look at Job. He says you can't wait for my bootleg in Flux House. You know he's calling you this generation's Brew Baker and, and, and laughing. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd agree with that, but Brew Baker's yeah, been writing, right? So mm. yeah, I don't know about that. Shit, I think they're talking about Zadarsky. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah, write Daredevil first if I'm gonna be in that league. Hey, uh, well, come on, man. You want to wait in the top league? Don't even, bro. Don't just show this off, kid. You get out of here. You're a boss. You're a boss, my brother. All right. Uh, so even check out the next cover. Ooh, isn't that gorgeous? Look at that. Who's that on the cover, though? Who's man, she? I'm uh oh, that's the eraser. Yeah, uh, she's the like if you read the series, she's at the end of she's all scarred up at the end in the last issue. She's sort of like the villain from the previous series. Oh man, she I don't know if you watched the show Power. She reminds me of the girl that, that was helping uh Tommy in the last you know series. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, I am fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. We could cast her, maybe. Hey, yo, bro, for real, you should. And look at this art, bro. I mean, don't underestimate your art. No, this is so this is Carol. Feral Darlimble on oh, art. Feral. He did. He did. Uh, Feral Darlimble. Wait, Darlimble. He did a book called Wrenchies. It's probably like his best known book. But he's been. I've been a fan of his forever. Now where they, Where he from though? You know. Where's he from? He's in Portland, I think. 
Okay, so what, yeah. what would you say, but but Mike, but yeah, I mean, he's but, so good. His his art. I don't know which pages you have here. You don't. There's some. I, really I weird... don't know. There, there is some weird stuff going on, but this is five panels. Then you got this verbiage going on here. Yeah. I mean, yes. look at homie's hair, dude. <laughs> I know. I is would it... shave my head at that point. I think yeah. that's. I think that's the universal universal look for teachers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. After the the next scene, after this one, he fights like this in the script. I described him as like a, the hairy Chuck Norris. Um, ah, he did it so funny and awesome. Like it's such a funny scene, but I think it's the scene right after this. <laughs> Can I ask a quick question? Then? Can I just ask a quick creative question? Yeah. Which do you prefer, writing or drawing? I like them both, man. I'm I'm drawing a couple books right now, and I and what I'll do is I'll write for a while, and I get burned out in writing, and then I'll bounce over to drawing and draw for a while, and then okay, and sure. then get tired of it. So it's I'm I have like. ADHD. Do you have a time frame between them? I just if there's a deadline, I'll finish something to the deadline. Like <laughs> if an artist needs hot script, I'll do that, and then I'll jump over to the drawing. But give me a date, motherfuckers, and I get it done. Otherwise, give me a <laughs> I need it, man. If I didn't have Check a date, I wouldn't get anything done. Check the time zones. Check the time zones. I love it. I love it. I, I fucking love it. Wait, you gotta check out everything, Matt, right there. I keep sharing this on Twitter, Matt Kent, right there on this, and on Twitter and Matt.Kent.Fort.Real. Uh, You've got to show Jab. You got to show Jabba's Jabba's new comment because he's absolutely bang on right. And, and look at look at this. When I told you guys that I love panels, <laughs> holy ever shit! Look at this. Yeah, Talk he, about this page. I asked. I asked permission for this first too because I was like, I want to do this back and forth, where he's like setting up like this uh, paranoia in the character. But then mm -hmm. the only way to do it is with like a bunch of back and forth with <laughs> dialogue. And he's like, he didn't, he has no problem with it. He's yeah. he was totally on board. So it was, he was awesome to collaborate with. And I think this came off. I just read this. I had written a screenplay, um, and so I, I was really having fun with dialogue. And that's what so I kind of wrote this as a screenplay first. I wrote a screenplay, which is thing okay. I can't tell you what it is right now because they haven't announced yet. Oh, 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 damn! Okay. <laughs> what a tease! Yeah, bring out the stripper pole. Bring I, out the so stripper I will. Pole. I, I looking at this panel and how it's so linear. It reminds me a lot of the Sunday cartoon strips. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of conversational oh, element. Oh. Good, good, good shot, brother. Using yeah. your English terms, I'm learning, John. <laughs> what, sorry, what what you call them over there? Yeah, be, I, I would say good shit, but I would say say good shot. I said, oh, good shout. Oh, thank you. Yes, well done. Yes, <laughs> that is definitely shot. an English thing. Yes, well, well played, sir. Well played. Hey, there you go. Cheerio. Yeah. yeah. No, job is right. That's Chuck Norris. That's the Harry Chuck Norris. And that's if you look at the last panel, that's the advanced testing <laughs> procedure. Oh, what is advanced stuff. testing? What 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 sick stuff are you getting us into? That's Harry Chuck Norris back there. I'm telling you. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm gonna terrorize you with this villainous effort that will beat your ass, most likely. I love it. <laughs> For real. It's, a, but, it's an exam board. Yeah, man. So, the, so what's up with the flux house? What's flux? What did that mean to you when that baby came into your mind? What was flux? You have to keep in mind. I'm from. I'm like a pretentious art school kid, right? So, like, I, I uh, love this. There's a move, a movement in the '60s, '50s, '60s, '70s called the fluxus, which was like a just sort of like surreal art movement. There's like a bunch of people. I was like, here's 
like the most famous person in it was probably Yoko Ono. <laughs> did a bunch of weird art stuff, you know. But uh, the and, idea is it's just like a bunch of weird. Uh, what are they saying down there in the comments? Yeah, John was like, "My management equal." End quotes. There's a TV show we can't talk about. <laughs> I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. If you talk about the, you talk about the 11th season of the Big Oh Bang man, series, yo, but... even Cantanka <laughs> is like, oh man, what Matt just said has made the speculators perk up their ears. Everybody's gonna go to their shop right now. How many more copies you got? Well, you know, I tell you what, we can go back and we'll let it in what what you said. I'm, I'm sure we can do accents, right? Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just be like. <laughs> might have to redact some of that, but I didn't say anything on. No, no, you didn't. You no, you didn't fine. say You're anything. Fine. But You're fine. Say, you know, things are happening, but we don't know what it's related to because you got to understand, Matt's resume is pretty large. So who the yeah. hell said my management? It could be anything. It could be because yo, his resume is insane. I mean, he's <laughs> so, a creative force. I mean, I mean oh, wait wanna, a minute, Johnny, give me this. Wait a minute. If, if you want to speculate, if you want to speculate, and the world is full of. Uh, the, the MacGuffin of the MacGuffin. Ah, uh, goes redacted, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, yes. why would you not think of something like, oh, I don't know, Definity? Ooh, it's a TV show. Just saying, just saying. Hey, <laughs> you a Jedi Knight? Are you a Jedi Knight, Matt? That, because that, apparently Java thinks you're, you're managing our minds. You gotta read the book. <laughs> <and read the book. laughs> Yeah, because you know what? I just want to point this out, Johnny, because you know Go for he's it. worked with, with like with Berserker with Keanu Reeves, mm -hmm. Apache Delivery Service, Brand Department, mm -hmm. uh Department H, Ether, Fear Case, My Management, Folklore's Revolver, Three Stories, Super Spy, Pistol Whip. There's so many things. So, guys, guess what? Maybe buy all of it. Let, let's just flood the market and make it yeah. all expensive. Mm -hmm. Because you know, it could be any one of these things he's working on right now. You have no idea. <laughs> Um, going back He's to <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the flux? All right, okay. Um, going hey, back... now, now Freddie is dying. Oh my god, it could be Berserker. Yeah, Everybody's oh flipping right now. Uh, or it could be Black Badge. Oh my god. There's <laughs> Berserker. Netflix already has Berserker. They that I can talk about. They bought right, that already. Oh, so. right, that, so, that's already gone. All right, yeah, that's all right. not it. That's off the okay. table. All right, so Dark Horse. Think. Let's let's go back a couple of a couple of years. The lose Star Wars. They start losing aliens and predators. They've lost Conan. They have to find a new model, right? So instead yeah. of doing all the licensed stuff that they were known for, they start doing imprint books like the Burger books and now Flux. Do you think that having um, a stable publisher as Dark Horse is in your corner helps Flux out? greater than say if you were something like vault or aftershocks comics yeah i think i've just been with dark horse a long time so like um i've been working with mike richardson like he's been like a huge like behind the scenes like supporter mm -hmm. of my work for a long time you know like back when I didn't, like mike yeah yeah i was like uh seriously and i i didn't even realize like half the stuff he was doing behind the scenes just to like support my stuff you know and so it, it just was a good home for it and i when i pitched it to him i pitched i pitched like 10 books you know, like here's my next ten books, and then here's what I want to do. One of them is like one of them I want to have has like a fur cover to it. There's like a horror book about an evil cat. Oh, fur cover? Get out! <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. Like cat, Wait, what type cat. of fur are we talking about here? <laughs> it's like it's like a, like a fake fur, but like a cat. It's like about an evil cat. It's a horror really? story. Yeah, oh, so the cover's gonna have like a. But uh, I was like, this is what I want to do. I need that in my fun. life. 
I told him all that up front. I was like, look, I want to do some crazy books, magazine size. I want to do fur covers. I want to do, um, there's a, we're reprinting, uh, super spy, but it's going to have like a band around it that I, with hole punches. So like when I sign it, I'll hole punch it out and there's like a secret code. There's oh, like, I heard that. There's a punch, yeah, a punch card dust jacket that reveals yeah, yeah. a secret message. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I had an idea. I wanted to do all this stuff, but it's kind of expensive stuff to do, but I want the books to be like, great you know like hey, you know, yeah, can you get it graded that's what they want can you can you grade a fur cover it depends <laughs> it depends if it's brushed that way or brushed hey, that it way. depends <laughs> where your brush brother you better have a good brush and know, take care of it brush it before you go in <laughs> you can always trim your fur before you meet anybody just saying <laughs> hey oh my god that, right, sounds so, right. that sounds like all types are wrong <laughs> Wepa, that's all you get here on Conversation Podcast. Sometimes it's adult, but let's talk about that. That, that first book, though, right? The first book that you're gonna do under the imprint of Frux is uh, my management bootleg, a uh, yeah. four part mini series, you know, by by yourself and Pharrell, Joe Thompson, David Rubin, and Matt Luzinski. So yeah, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I was. This is a book we've been working on this for a couple of years, and uh. And uh, I wanted mind management to come back in like a weird way. I've, I've been doing other mind management stuff. I didn't want to do anything. I did the series. So the series is the story. And yeah. if I was ever going to do it again. I didn't want to just like come back and do something normal. I did no, like you had a finite story when you created yeah. this for them. Yeah, yeah. So if it's yeah. coming back in any way or whatever, I wanted it to be something different and weird. And so I did like a book and record. We did a board game this year that had a bunch oh, of a board books. game. Look at yeah, you, yeah. both. How was that though? Is that any different from writing a comic or a screenplay? Man, it was so I don't even do I worked with uh two board game designers, Jay and Sen, who are like famous in board games for doing board games. So oh, they, were? they were fans <laughs> of the book. So we were like, hey, let's do a let's do a board game. And like they figured out how the game worked. And I did like 14 little mini comics that are in it. So like as you play it, you read these little mini comics and it goes with oh. like Goes along with the game, Johnny. I think we need to play this game uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. on, on, on a streamcast. What you think, well, uh, Johnny? It, will probably beat my ass. That's that, that's that's kind of like a, a junk think tank thing. Surely they do. God oh, stuff, we gotta yeah. talk to random dude. The random dude would love this. Mm, yes, good sh- again with my English. Good shout. Oh, <laughs> tickets, boo, sir. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerio. There you go. Oh hey. my god. Yeah, a uh, Puerto Rican talk, talk, talk like an Englishman is just horrible. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So where are we going with this, bro? Because this is four-part miniseries. I mean, you got, like, varying covers by Jim Rugg, uh, Marguerite Savage, uh, Aron I love, I love uh, Weisenfeld, Laura Perez. You got that polybag variant we're talking about going on 90s and shit, you know, that's yeah. going to contain a subversive. You know, collectible playing card. I mean, bro. I mean, where does you know where does your mind, no pun intended, management come from? Man, I'm just I'm bored. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis sucks, and I'm just I, I just, I'm just gonna, got a great song. There's nothing, on, there's nothing on TV that I can't talk about, and so I'm going to create something instead. Exactly, <laughs> man. Here's the thing. Count. Comics life is like you're sitting in a room by yourself drawing and writing. So <laughs> your brain goes at weird spaces. But uh yeah, no, I just want to do something different. Even the, the poly bag for my management works with the cover in a different in a weird way. They have to bag it backwards 
because the it, there's a cutout on the it's printed the polybags oh, wow. printed so you had to they had to polybag it backwards so it would work with the logo and interact with what's inside and everything oh so that, really hey, look just, at this oh my god speculators go ahead go crazy man go the crazy. printer hates me the printer hates hey. me if you want to like sell out the book, the, the book, he goes, probably buy the book with insert cards. Can I like sport cards? Do a special insert for mind management that you can use as playing card, uh, a la Charizard card. I'm not a Pokemon player, so I'm not a I card guy. The, I don't know that. I guess what I will say, the card that's in there, you can use in any deck of playing cards. Ooh, like, you, know, you heard you this? Play any game with it. It changes the game. Any game you play, it's going to interact with whatever that game is. Cantankerous, there you go. You're about to <laughs> F up the whole world with the madness of Matt Kent right there. That's Wait, right. It's a wrap, yo. Just don't play the card on the river because God knows what will happen. Yeah, don't yeah. play with random dude because he's going to try and cheese you too. Random dude loves to cheese people. I'll tell you that much. He cheeses me all the time and then, and then he says that it's me. Now, I'm like, no, bro, you're cheating. Right. Can I ask uh-huh. a quick question about my management? It's a four-year mini series. Dark Horse are known for that. That format was. Did you go in with the four issues in mind, or is that something that you negotiated with Dark Horse? Yeah, yeah. I just I wanted to do four issues and like and then sort of and then every issue have a different artist uh-huh. just sort of make a weird thing. Um, okay. And it's it ties to the story. Every every issue has a different. Not me being weird. He says mega weird. Not me weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every issue has a different character, so like each artist takes on one of those, and we sort yeah. of get the backstory and everything, and all ties yeah. together. So that uh, leads into the main, like it's an aside to the main dish. Yeah, yeah. It's its own. It's actually like a like a epilogue to the main series, but cool. you don't need to know. You can read it on its own. It works on yeah. its own. Cool. And, and look at Freddie trying to fresh. Any chance of divinity? Dude, I said that like ten minutes ago. Right, and yeah. then and then John, he already ordered two copies. It's two speculators. <laughs> That's good. Our mission is done. All right, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Thank you so much, Kentuckers. You guys rock. You rock, man. Thank yeah. you so much. God bless you. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah, the Valiant stuff. Divinity is probably one of my favorite things I've ever done. I, I absolutely love Tiffany. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, me class. too, man. Because absolutely. you came with something so OG for the new Valiant universe. Because I'm an OG fan of of, of the OG, you know, Volume One, if you will. And then you you yeah. brought this to the game. Where did that come from, bro? That was that was my uh, trying to remember the actual origin story. But the editor was like, they wanted to come up with a new character, like a cosmic something. Mm. And I was like, okay. And I remember going on a car trip to, I go to Heroes Con in Charlotte every year and we drive from St. Louis to there and it's like eight or nine hours. And I just remember being in the car with a friend of mine, Brian Hurt of Six Gun fame. And I just Ooh, remember telling him, was like, I was like, hey, I got a, I got a cosmic character and I got to figure out what to do with him. I want him to be like Russian, I guess. And I had, and we just sort of, I just bounced every idea off of him and we sort mm-hmm. of like figured it out on the way there and back in the car ride and uh whatever i just that was one of those things i don't it's hard to write like superman or a character that can't be beat right or right right, right. And I, think, yeah, man. I think the uh, i think by adding the, the second series you, you added a, a human like a human twist to things yeah and yeah then, and then of course when those two got together it's like that's the end of the valiant universe what you're going to do it's kind of like that crisis effect i suppose you would say yeah. um mm-hmm. and then how do they get back from that i i just thought it was for me 
I'm not a huge Valiant fan. I'm, I'm going to say that. But to me, that was the pinnacle of Valiant. And you know what I'm For saying? Valiant like, too, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was like the high spot. And since oh, then, I've kind of, I've not seen a lot from them after that point. Well, Dinesh left the company too. So I, I, I think that that creative energy that, that he had, you know, it is now faltering. You know, it's owned by a bigger conglomerate that's trying to make movies out of the IPs. I mean, there's just things that happen. But, you know, but the whole thing is that this is about Flux because he's yeah. not going to let these IPs fail. He's going to yeah. make these IPs blow the fuck up <laughs> because that's what it is. Because my management is insane. Everything you've done this far is like, you know, you have the Midas touch when it comes to creativity, you know. And I don't give a shit. A lot of people try to even criticize your art. Shame on them. Really? This, yeah, yo, Johnny, you wouldn't believe that while I was researching Matt, I have people talking shit. I'm like, how dare they? I'm like, there's a person <laughs> that can write and, and draw. I wish I could draw a quarter as good as he did. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, bro. I no, mean, man. I've, had, I've been working 20 years. I'm used, I got a thick skin. Well, that's <laughs> for start, art is subjective, right? Absolutely. So no one no one decides, you know what, I'm gonna draw a bad book for start. That's, uh, that's the Java thing. says, have you thought about growing a ponytail like Brian Hurst? Oh man, you've seen he's seen the ponytail. <laughs> I know he has. He knows how gross it is. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Next time Brian's in, taking a nap in the studio, I'm gonna <laughs> snip snip you know what and i want you to film like the jackass episode just go with the webcam <laughs> and, ha ha and, you know make it funny that way you know like kicking the balls that we don't get mad oh i'm on camera this is so funny yeah remind me never to hang out with you then oh, johnny <laughs> don't you ever have a ponytail around He's, me bro i'm, I'm gonna really... wear that behind me like part of a wig over here actually <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, bro. Yeah, you're awesome, bro. but yo, what else are we gonna get from Flux House? Because I know that my management bootleg is only the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. What I else got... are we gonna start getting? Man, I, I honestly I got two years worth of books uh ready to go. So we're, I'm I'm two drawing. years? Yeah, I'm two years. I'm booked bro, for two in my whole how, life. I've how do you been... do this? How do in you do this? I've never been never had it figured out that far ahead. So <laughs> dude, but, how, how did you do that? Please elaborate. I've been working, man. I will say, like, pandemic two years of pandemic, I've been cooped up. So, like, I just, oh, I I was planning. Do you have family? Yeah, I got a daughter, but here's the other trick is my daughter went to college this last year. So, we've Uh, empty nester. Yeah, all right. And then I got it. What else am I going to do with this time? I got to work. Ah, I don't got to raise your ass no more. Give me, give me, (laughs) give me three hours, baby, to your wife, right? (laughs) No, she. We're doing one of the books I got planned for this year is uh, I'm drawing it and my daughter's actually painting it. She's going to art school too, so she's good at watercolors. And so that's like her summer job this summer. How do you feel about that? Because my daughter graduated from college this year too. Yeah. Uh, She's a graphic designer and you know, she is kick ass. And like, you know, I show her anytime I do something, I say, What do you think? And every time, I mean, I probably only maybe got one okay once in my life, but most of the time it's like, You could do it better. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now there's a point where you just got handed over and be like, 
fix it. She doesn't <laughs> want to do it though because she's busy with other shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Damn, it, damn it, baby, I can't wait for you. I don't, I don't got, I can't wait till tomorrow. You know, I, I'm yeah. a New Yorker. I need it now. <laughs> no, no, well, the treat you got to pay her. I'm definitely paying my daughter. She's not working for free. <laughs> oh, you know what? The, the, oh, Mike, if she hears this, don't give her no ideas, man. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's what he says. Hold on, Daddy. I need a contract and all this shit. I'm gonna be F. Yeah. Thank you, at which, man. At which point you then give her a rent agreement. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Johnny. You know what? Hey, you know maybe we could do a trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Gatayu says, "What well, a family book? Yeah, what well, a family book? Wait, the King family family book? Where, well, No, yeah. but for real, bro. Um, I'm really happy that you're doing so much. I mean, you've been doing this for so long. So it's like." flowers time bro salute to you and your creativity and being brave and bold enough to just do what you do artistically writing and even you know publishing i mean so would this just be just you or are we gonna get you know more team members involved within the flux house family yeah i thought about that i don't know if i want to i don't know if i want to do anything that i'm not involved in but Maybe okay. if I get older, I might do it. But right now, I'm at least working uh, something. Or you don't. know what? Once he loses all of black, he's saying. So once his mustache turns gray, he may yeah. consider more help. I got this much left. Ah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Look, look, look at me. I'm holding on to the tips over here. <laughs> Johnny's like, no. I hate, I hate you both. Just uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But Matt, you're. Not- uh, amazing uh creator just thank you for everything you've done thank you for entertainment thank you for putting yourself out there um not many people you know do what you do so you know i wish i could draw and write like you um i gotta get brave too johnny too because i know johnny's creative he got massive ideas that that cracked me the fuck up so yes you do johnny <laughs> so yeah. it's like we could do some fun stuff uh, uh comic could say is all mad you know what i mean we could do but it'll hey. be great so, but with that though, Matt, thank you for your time, your hospitality, your, your, your wisdom, your journey, and talking about wisdom, last point, what type of wisdom can you give any independent creator right now that's trying to even step in, you know, those young bloods that are just hungry for this? Yeah, what I you know. Tell them? I'll tell you the thing I learned in school. The one lesson I learned was from this printmaking class I had, and I hate printmaking because it's time consuming it's a lot of work like it's messy and uh but what i learned from that class that teacher he would say over and over again he said movement and production just keep moving keep producing and i was like i just jack kirby did it and like that printmaking guy did it and like that's what i've been doing my whole life so that's all i don't think i don't think we're ever gonna get somebody that could produce as much as jack kirby though i mean homie was doing like a comic a day son no no that's like he's like lightning in a bottle (laughs) i mean i I hope i mean but i mean you you, you're that type of queer in the sense that you know you your your runs along you got story you got talent god bless you continue success in this journey that's what we wish for you and you know we got you as comic crusaders and outside the panel you know what I mean? It's real talk. So with that, folks, this is what I need you to do today. Right now, follow Matt all over the socials. On Twitter, Matt Kent, M-A-T-T-K-N-D-T. On Instagram, Matt dot K-N-D-T dot for dot real. <laughs> all right? It makes it a little difficult on Instagram. It's all right. And you can follow Flux House on Twitter at Flux House Books. Now, Flux is F-L-U-X, all right? 
You should know how to spell house and books if you don't shame on you. You can follow uh, <laughs> Matt's website at mattkent.com, M-A-T-T-K-I-N-D-T.com. And a big salute to my brother from another mother from across the pond, Johnny Hughes, outside the panels, the front of Crusade, old timers show. Old timers, woo! Yeah, and he, he, I don't know if you saw that review today talking about the Mighty Thor. I mean, yesterday. You got to check it out. It was fire. And any any review does. I mean, this, you know what we call the machine, Matt? He has like over 2,000 reviews done on Comic Crusaders. Do you believe that? That's right, man. That's movement in production. There you go. Movement in production. There's a record. Guinness Book of World Records. Find me another comic book review that's reviewed as much as the machine Hughes. All right, go ahead. I dare, I dare you. All right, I need you to get your 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 plaque, bro. Because you deserve Cheers. it. Thank Cheers. you for joining Cheers. me, Matt. Thank you for hanging out again. One more time, the website, the Twitter for the books because he got some fire coming out. All right, the socials. A big salute to David Hyde, who's super fan. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks for everybody that tuned in. Thanks for everybody that commented. And if you want to win prizes this weekend, if you happen to be in Orlando, Florida, that is, check it out. Comic City is hanging out with Keeks Fest Film Fest. We're giving out toys and statues from Diamond Collectibles with Fallen Toys. You got comics from Cuento, like Paul Gomez, ASAP Comics, Warehouse Nine. Uh, we got like audio equipment, we got stuff, we got goodies, you know, Legion M. Everybody is insane. Yo, we got some good stuff. So come on through to the table, get your raffle ticket, and let's go ahead and win. And with that, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Matt. You guys look uh fucking just awesome. I appreciate your time. Yo, this is amazing. This is my boy. Check out outside the panels on the cover caves. Come on, see this la proxima. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 